Welcome to Opinions Like A-Holes, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Questioning my memories of days gone by. Oh. As I age, I The days of yore. The days, the days past, as it were. Uh, I have, occasionally in life, I, I look back. Sure, I we look all back. I, I, I am one to reminisce, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I find now as I, as I, as I approach forty three years on this grand planet of ours, mm. I, I know. Um, God rest your soul. God rest my soul. Uh, <laughs> may I rest in peace. Um, you know, even just a nap would be nice. Any kind of rest. <laughs> Uh, I noticed that my memory is already at the point where I memorize rem- remembering things incorrectly. Okay. Um, uh, before we uh, started this fine uh, podcast, I was a fan of podcasts. Not anymore. No. Nah, they're not that great. Okay. Um, disagree, but I'm you know, just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, they're fine. They're fine. I thought about uh, starting a show once called "Podcasts Are Terrible." Okay. But it just seemed like such a contrarian bullshit thing to do. Like, sure. Like, I, I, like, immediately after thinking of it, I thought it was, like, kind of like an I'm 14 and I'm cool kind of thought, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, I, I get that as being a person who very much grew up on the, like, who likes it? Everyone? I hate it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and, and just the idea, like, like to, to podcast specifically, uh, many of the most common complaints about podcasts are so very true. Yeah, that's it, fair. It is often just two white dudes shooting the shit. Uh-huh. Literally the plot of our show. Case in point. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. I yeah. get it. Still fun, though. It's not going to stop. Yeah, but, I don't love that the two people that fucked and made me happen to have been white, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Come on, Here mom or are. dad. Stuck with it. Hopefully, mom. One of you should have definitely gotten with a person of color. Come on. To, to say I'm not proud of that, the same reason I'm not proud of uh, the, the the national pride thing. Oh, it's I, coincidence my parents fucked here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great Bill Hicks bit about yeah. like, nationalism is so stupid because he just you know where your parents happen to fuck. Yeah, like like you're in the spirit realm, fucking Paris, fucking Paris. Yeah, you know, but they can't hear you because you're a disembodied spirit. <laughs> um, back to my original point. Sorry. Used to listen to podcasts. Okay. Back when I thought they were cool. No more. And I used to listen to Comic Geek Speak, which is a weekly comic uh, about the ongoings of the comic book industry. Okay. And oftentimes uh, the adventures of the uh, characters of, of Marvel and DC. Superheroes, okay. uh-huh. as they are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, and this is an online, this was online as podcasts were uh, and still are. Uh, and I listened to it. Uh, really, before I had like effective, int- constant internet integration in my life, before I had a smartphone, I thought you were going to say before you were like making memories. Before like, I was making memories, in your infancy, just, just a wee little boy. It was the, it was the <laughs> first podcast forty years ago. I was listening to the first That's podcast. Wild. They were ahead of their time. Really, really prescient guys. Uh, really awesome. cool. Really awesome to see. No, good, no, good for them. But that's actually part of the the story here. Getting to the point is that I don't actually remember when this was. I see. Because I, clear as day, I have a mandala effect memory. I'm not going to call it a Mandela effect, but a mandala effect memory of listening to... So it's to, like a, a series of it's floral a, a, shapes. Concentric, concentric circles, yeah. Okay. Um, I remember listening to Comic Geek speak in my car while driving to uh, the Gypsy Coffee House, which is a uh, coffee house here in Tulsa. 
uh, a place that had a weekly, it still does, has the longest running weekly open mic in Tulsa. Correct. Uh, and was a great spot to do comedy in the <laughs> early days before I realized how much rejection sucks. Um, <clears throat> and as clear as day, I remember listening to Comic Geek speak then. But come to find out, that is impossible. Because the episodes I remember listening to did not release during the time that I went to Gypsy Coffee House. Oh. Because I actually stopped going to that open mic on a very specific date that I remember very clearly. Sure. Uh, a former comedian who used to live here in Tulsa left the state, and I just never happened to go back to the open mic after that. Oh. So, so I know when I stopped going, but the episodes in question of that show that I remember listening to came out later. Interesting. So now you're questioning everything. Exactly. So Your really, life's a lot. Who am I? Uh, where have I been? What am I doing here? You know, I'll uh, have. Uh, where is my wife? Yeah. W- w- is this my beautiful house? Is I, this my beautiful wife? That's I, what I'm asking. I find myself often having very, very distinct memories, right, of something that happened. Yeah. Um. But if you asked me what year it was, mm-hmm. I I would not be able to tell you with a gun to my head. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way I would tell you, uh, be able to tell you correctly for most of these memories. Well, and I know what happened here. Clearly, I have a memory of listening to Comic Geek speak, and I have a memory of driving to the gypsy in my car, and those have somehow gotten Mm -hmm. mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I could narrow it down for you, and I could get close. Yeah. But would I be accurate on, like, depending, you know, would I bet my life on it? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Not at all. It's uh, it's just interesting to see not only how the mind is imperfect fails. anyway, it <laughs> fails, fails hardcore. Is, it just kind of stops. Is imperfect, yeah. and with my advancing age, mm. as I as I reach advanced age, I find that my mind is going, and you're getting more and more like Sean Connery, more and more like Jimmy 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 Smith. There was a little Jimmy bit of Smith? Jimmy Stewart and Jimmy Sean. Stu- Con- Jimmy Stewart. It was like if Jimmy Stewart was doing a Sean Connery uh, impression. <clears throat> Connery's doing impressions of other people doing impressions. Yeah. That's tough. That's that, layered, and you deserve credit for that. That's what it is. I, that's what I'm doing. A very I mean, complicated. People have spoken. I'm doing a complicated and intricate maneuver. I'm not doing a shitty impression. That's correct. That that's correct. correct. Yeah, a lot of people get those confused. That's why I'm being very clear a lot of about folks. it. A lot of folks. All of folks. Gotta say, folks. Folks be doing it. That's right. Uh, we w- we did another triple header on. Uh, Trailers this so week. So much content. Uh, we love to see it. Content. Content. We are content so with content. the content. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I think that Liam Neeson can can go ahead and make a different kind of movie. The first two are two elderly men in action movies. Yes. Yeah, Brad Pitt is elderly now. He, I mean, technically, There's, right? Yeah. He's, he's got to be. He's, an old, well, he's older is than he me. Is he over 60? Older than me is elderly. You're elderly, bro. That, that is how that works. I mean. Remember my voice? Homie's damn sure eligible for an AARP card. I'll tell you that oh, much. Oh, Brad Pitt? Yeah. Oh, he's the spokesman now. For AARP? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how that works. Brad Pitt uh, is, is 58 years old. 58 years young. Looks better than I ever will. Ever uh, have, ever will. Ever have, ever Could will. Could ever dream of. Could ever possibly. His rotting corpse will look <laughs> better look than my best day. For several years, Yes, his corpse will look better than, than I my do. best day. Yeah, when yeah. people were like, you look fantastic. Dead Brad Pitt for at least, uh, how long you think? Uh, six months? How, how fast does the body decompose? That is a question for Shudder. That is a question. That's that's what sh- we we watched a, a trailer for a Shudder film. Oh boy! And I'd also like to see a documentary on how long does it take a body to decompose. Let's talk about that one first. How okay, long? It's... No, first, how long until Brad Pitt finally looks worse than me? Oof. 
a year and a half. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, then you'll just look identical when he's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Looking just like a skeleton. <laughs> um, yeah. The seed on oh, Shutter. Oh boy! By far the boy, best. Oh movie boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I cannot wait to somehow see this movie. I do not have Shutter. It's got to be uh, a free trial. I was going to say this might be a free trial. Right. Uh, this might be worth a free trial. This looks terrible. Starts out with a couple of um, young women going into. They're staying at some kind of like Instagram. House. A few, a few very hot, very scantily clad women, as most horror films uh, will do. Uh, they're yeah, they're they're. They're like at an influencer house or something. It's yeah, like it seems like they're trying to be stuff, exactly. You know, uh, an alien something lands in the pool. <laughs> a meteor. Oh yeah, they're gonna tape the meteor shower. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. And then the meteor shower comes and it poops a little alien in the pool. And, he, and then he comes out and he's very very cheap. Yeah. Uh, very very puppetry puppety. Oh man, like he I'm trying ma- to. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the movie? The Gate with baby Stephen Dorff. Uh, I remember the little creature in The Gate because we've actually it's talked on, about this on yeah, here. Before. It's on like that level. This, this is like a first six episodes of OLA callback. This is like, yeah, this is like a, a deep cut. True. Uh, but we're talking like a mix between that and like Mac and me. Yeah, exactly. Of, exactly. Of production um, value. What's the one with all the little <laughs> creature, the puppet master? Uh-huh. Well, little puppets come to life. That yep. kind of like very cheap stop motion. Uh-huh. It makes okay. If you remember uh, Ghoulies or Critters. Yep, yep, yep. If you remember Spaceballs, and they do the the mock of the scene in Alien. Uh huh. When the, the creature hello, bursts. Hello, my baby. Hello, hello my, my darling. darling. Yeah, the cre- yeah. the chest burster from Alien becomes uh, Phineas J. Frog from the WB. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And does the hello my baby number. The production on that is light years ahead. Of this, of what this looks like in 2022. Yeah, um, this looks bad, but uh, it looks. I mean, uh, the quality of the the special effects of the creature look bad. The movie looks amazing. <clears throat> I mean, so the creature. Is the, I, I I think I'm going to enjoy watching it, but the, I don't think that it will be a good a, movie. Amazing, an Oscar contender. <laughs> Um, it's so the creature does some kind of infecting. I mean, it's basically invasion of the body snatchers yeah. type. Set up, you know. One of the uh, women is taken over, and then and then it she proceeds. proceeds to take over yeah. the rest. Yeah, your your classic uh, uh, infiltrate, destroy, rebuild. I thought I saw some kind of like, also a good CKY album. Tentacle, alien. It was implied. Feet, yeah, there's definitely limbs I, I, kind of stuff. I have a feeling there's going to be. Uh, there was also a. I hesitate to say it, but there's going to be some sort of. Uh, tentacle vaginal uh, uh, right interaction. Well, even if there's not of that, some sort, there's the, I I saw what appeared to be some kind of like the prosthetics of of alien oh, yes. limbs. Yes, there was also some kind of like mesh or or like like so, like the, the, a woman was trapped in some kind of alien hard hive. To t- hard to tell what they were going for, like a given, hive kind of thing. Given their production value. Yeah, yeah. D- a lot of dark, a lot of quick cuts, a lot of... They um, might not have been able to get across what it was as well as they wanted to by the handcuffs of <laughs> their budget. Here, here's the problem. <laughs> they, they, listen, just because it was a visual medium doesn't mean you're going to get to see what you want to see. It's so true. You're it's not going to so see everything. true. Um, but and, and also some psychological horror. There was some weird sure. editing that suggests that there's going to be some kind of brain 
mental something going on there mm-hmm. too. It, well, yeah, they're getting taken over by an alien. There's a lot happening. Uh, once the a alien arrives, happening. a lot happens. There's probably some boobs and butts. Got to be some boobs and butts, which I, is great. Why, why would you <laughs> listen? Listen, not me, not me, not me. I, I, I want to see a better world. I want to see a kinder world. But if you're a movie producer in 2022 and you're looking to make the money, why are you going to cast beautiful young women if you're not showing boobs and butts? That's that's why Hollywood has beautiful young women uh, of age. Of Glad course. we got a clean cut of that, yeah, so that it can be a soundbite later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, boobs and butts are great. We all love boobs and butts. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're so great, lots of fellows even have them. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, probably won't be as many talking penises in it as uh, other shows of, of of recent. Well, really, how many do you need talking penises? Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get the one, you're, you're good. <laughs> it says some penis stuff, you move on. Yep. Uh, I, I'm going to watch this movie. I, I feel like, uh, I, like I said, it might be worth a free trial. It's It looks so bad. It right. looks real real funny. Um, the When she was spitting out the black stuff at the end, it, yep. it was very, very funny. Some good old black goo. Yeah. Love a horror movie with the black goo. Ugh. It, just, it just made me think about like being an actor and like just having to put all that bullshit in your mouth. <laughs> well, and I love that, too. That What it must be made out of, what it must taste like. Black goo is great because it's such an, a, a truly alien concept. Sure. Because there's nothing in our normal lives where our bodies have black goo. Right. Yeah. If it's an alien, the go-to is black or green. Yeah. Just what's inside exactly. of it. I don't know. Black or green. Yeah. It's usually going to be black or green. Or, or whenever it's like something awful and it, they're showing something coming out of a body. When wouldn't they it really want to shock you. Wouldn't it be rad if one time like they cut open an alien and it was just like fucking like hot pink? Yeah. Just some, just, some, just Pepto. Yeah, just full of pepto. It's like it's kind of like blood, but like more neon, and it tight. soothes an upset stomach. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people don't know those aliens help with heartburn, anti-diarrheal. Yeah, heartburn, heart, upset stomach, heart indigestion. Taken care of. That's how's why. This, how's the song go? Uh, uh, aliens come and land on Earth. Come, come inside your mouth, and then your belly feels better. Yep, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's 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 exactly that's yep. Heartburn. Diarrhea. Diarrhea, <laughs> indigestion, heartburn, stomach, poopy, buttholes. <laughs> Pepto-Bismol, take it and your butt won't hurt anymore because of the dookies. Uh, anyway. Wait. Oh, okay, yeah. Today's episode brought to you by Pepto-Bismol. Pepto. Um, so I said yeah, Bismol. The seed looks great. Nope. I mean, yes, yeah, but yes, no. Yes, looks great, great and terrible. Uh, Blacklight looks bad also. Blacklight with Liam Neeson. It's uh, just taken again. It's just taken it's again. It's just taken again. We saw this already. We we were in, in, in... And he's very old now, right? That's the other thing, too, is how old is this man going to keep beating people up? And, well, and the other thing is, like... At what what it... There's want- certain things that you can buy because of movie magic with a man this age, right? And this is nothing against Liam Neeson. It's just that he... This is just the physicality of the human body at a certain age, right? Now, here's the thing. You can do a lot of things in close shots as far as, like, you know, combat and faking it and stuff like that. But what you can't fake is running. Yeah. And in both of the, the, the couple of times we see him running in this, um, it looks very labored and very um, much like it is um, a liability. <laughs> Like he's an old man. Yes. And like it's not easy for him to run. And that is okay at 69 fucking years old. 69. Nice. 69, dude. Nice. Sure. <laughs> but still, um, for reference, uh, like 
my parents are in their I 70s. can barely run at 40, Hilton. Yeah, I, I choose not to run at 42. I look like that when I run at 40. Yeah. Like, I could fall at any moment and break a hip. Well, and here's the thing. Obviously, age is simply a number. Uh, how a I'm person sure there's... ages has more to do with sure. how they take care of themselves sure. and genetic factors and uh, their uh, ability to avoid disease and debilitating injury. But just statistically, if you're 69 years old and you, probably and you can run really well... If you're 69, you shouldn't be a fixer. I was going to say, you're an exception. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. If you can run, yeah, we do stories about you. You're in People exactly. Magazine. Exactly. If you can run with and not look like Mr. Neeson here, you're on the news page of Snapchat, and it says, "Check out how much this old man can run." Check out this old man's gnarly fucking sprint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's exactly how young people talk. Exactly. <laughs> Check out this old dude not dying. That that actually is pretty uh, pretty pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, it's look, and like we said, you're 69. That's okay. Well, I, I, that, this is when you can say um, you can say, "Look, I'll do your action movie, but you're not gonna get me running on film anymore." Here's the deal: Liam Neeson is at the age where if the movie started and it's like showing that he's got a family and he's had a life in government, you uh, can walk out right then because you've seen this film. No, no, hear me out. <laughs> if the trailer starts and you meet his beautiful family that he doesn't get to spend enough time with because he's busy with his government contract work as a fixer, uh-huh. and then he goes to the store and on his way out of the store, uh, five teenagers come over, beat the fuck out of him and he ends up in the hospital and turns into a story about how the crushing medical bills ruined his family's life. That is a movie with Liam Neeson's advanced age and a plot about him being a fixer that I can believe. Okay. But he has to get his ass kicked by some teens coming out of the Whole Foods. Okay. He's got to be attacked. It's this is ca- a movie I'll watch. Right? And he doesn't, he doesn't, sure, he's a fixer, but he's 70. Hey, Hilton, what's OBE stand for? Uh, of the British Order. Um, uh, it is the, order does not start with an E. Uh, of the British uh, Empire. Empire. Um, no. What it, the fuck does it? It mean? is an order. Like it's something. Uh, order of the British Empire. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's been he's been uh, knighted or essentially by the Queen. Okay. By the Queen. I was like, maybe it's like not quite OBGYN. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a OBEYN. How great would it be if um, Liam Neeson was a board certified gynecologist? And he didn't practice, but he did require that the initials were at the end of his name in all print. Like Liam Neeson I, did not have a practice, yeah, yeah. but he demanded that Liam Neeson OBGYN. OBEYN. OBEYN. Of the British <laughs> Empire. Of the British Empire. Enologist. <laughs> with yeast knowledge. With OE. Too far. Also, knowledge starts with a K. K. <laughs> I'm very stupid. Um, yeah, Blacklight looks dumb. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. I, well, movie. I mean, it looks fine. You, you know what? My mother will love it. I was gonna say the same. Yeah, yeah. Right, like it's fine. He's very he's 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 handsome despite being so old. Uh, he will absolutely avenge uh, his his daughter's death. I mean, look, he just did this movie again two years earlier. Honest Thief. Yeah, yeah. There's a fucking trailer that, for that right there. What's the accountant? Is that him also? I can't tell. Spartan. I don't think that's him. All of these movies. That's not that's not Neeson. White dudes think. with a gun or sunglasses. It's fine. It's all uh, Liam Neeson now. I'm a, I'm very much <laughs> over them. I I stopped being 14 a long time ago. How many Taken movies have you seen? One. Just same here. Only the one. Yep. There was three, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were all the same thing. And then did they do spin off like like taken like um like American band, band camp? <laughs> um, Taked. Taked. It's just bad grammatical takes on it. Tucked. Takes. 
Um, <laughs> then there's just one called Take. Take. Bullet Train. Bullet Train looked fine. Looks this gr- looks great. more fun. I will give it that. It looked silly. It looked very stylized. But let me tell you my immediate problem I had with it, right? Yeah. They set up very early that he is, like, going back into this career that he's attempted to leave behind. He's right? also some kind of fixer. Hitman. Hitman. Something, something. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yet. Yeah. So, yet he's continually acting like he's green, Right? Like he's just being kind of like forced into this thing and he doesn't know what he's doing. He seemed in over his head. Yeah. But he's supposed to be an experienced guy. So I want to see some, some understanding of like what's going on there. <clears throat> Is this some new something new to this challenge? Exactly. Has he been out of the game too long? Did he suffer a head injury in the first 10 minutes of the film? Exactly. Very colorful. Uh, I think the soundtrack, we had a Japanese version of Staying Alive. I could not tell the language, truth be told, but uh, yeah. I only guessed Japanese because it was said in Japan. Sure, sure, sure. And this this bullet train was that's was, fair to deduce. Yeah, I'm a deducer, but I'm not sure enough. I'm a deducer, not 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 just deducer. <laughs> this guy that poops a lot. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, may not be enough to deduce, uh, which is true after some small meals. Um, looks good though. Looks fun. But yeah, he's on. It's a take place on a on a on a bullet train as uh, as is advertised. And uh, him fighting a bunch of dudes in a least somewhat comedic manner, which looks more fun than the other one. Yeah, looks yeah, looks like um, you know, like they they really said we're gonna have him fighting a bunch of people on this train. Let's have fun with it. Sure, you know, it seemed um, who's the guy that did uh, Thor Ragnarok? Taika Taika Waititi reminded oh, yeah, me kind of yeah. his his approach to, yeah. to action. Sure, you know, which is basically to just bring in enough comedy to make it uh very different and and more enjoyable in my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. agreed i like well, it when it's a little silly yeah well because at the end of the day the ones where they're trying to not be when they're trying to be serious that's more silly yeah exactly. ends up being more silly anyway. well and taking yourself too seriously is uh is never a good idea true that also i like this movie because I, I i like when i feel like the People behind the movie also were like, check out this weird thing in Japan. We're going to show you Americans. Right. You know, like they were just like, look at how, like, because like the, the bullet train is very fancy. Well, and I will say the, the one thing about setting a movie in Japan is you're immediately giving yourself beautiful scenery. Yeah. Well, and there and are lots of culturally unique things there. Like in the very beginning of the film, he goes to, uh, you see, there's, just a, to- there's a lot of neon. There's a lot of lights there's a lot of uh there's a lot of color it's, mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's very beautiful like he goes get, get, goes to one of these rental lockers which mm-hmm. are a, a lot more prevalent over there than they are here although they right. are they are common over here as well and even just the bullet train itself it seems like it has a lot of unique amenities everything's like <clears throat> glowing yeah that could also just be the style uh, of it the sure film, it is but you know. but a lot of that is you know somewhat accurate of just how it is but I feel like a certain in certain places, of course, yeah. not I, everywhere. And I agree that part of this movie is made almost to be like, like, look, rest of the world, look at what a a fancy wild culture Japan is. Is it not though? I mean, it is. Yeah. I was gonna say, <clears throat> yeah. Also, do you notice he uses that briefcase as a shield like four times in this in this trailer? Uh-huh. See, it's like he didn't know what he was doing, and then all of a sudden he's like fighting this guy real good again. And then he's like, I don't need... And then all of a sudden he drops in and goes, I don't even know you, man. Yeah. 
Or is that just because he doesn't want to be in the, the game anymore? Doesn't want to be in the business anymore? Yeah, I don't know why you would say that in the middle of a fight, though. It's not like the guy's just going to stop. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Oh, I, oh, I didn't you know? realize that you didn't know me. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know you either. My, my fault. And that guy, too. Uh, <clears throat> is his name Bad Bunny? Is that what I saw? Bad Bunny. Who's Bad Bunny? I don't have a fucking clue. I think it was that guy that was wrestling him. Yeah. Oh, that guy. I'm going to look him up real quick. I've, I've heard the- about him. I can't remember. Bad Bunny, huh? Is he a rapper? I don't Puerto Rican rapper. Hilton, we need to know more things. What yeah, the fuck? Oh, wow. What the fuck is that? He's got a third eye in this photo, you guys. Crying open my third eye. Oh, someone gave him a prosthetic third eye. Bad Bunny's new album, Yo Hago Lo Que Made Dalagana, is a fistful of throwbacks. Oh, wow, yeah, he's a, he's a whole thing, huh? Interesting. Very interesting. I love what when uh, he's a 27-year-old rapper. Let's see when he came out. Uh, he's been out since 2013. He's been doing his thing. Uh, I, I, this is my favorite part of get, about getting older, is finding out that some shit has just existed forever. Oh, man. Everyone else knows. No fucking idea. Not a fucking clue. Yeah. Bad Bunny could be spin-off ice cream brand, for all I know. Ooh, like Blue Bunny? Like Blue Bunny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> I'll take Blue Bell first, yeah. though. Um, I like Blue Bell over Blue Bunny. All right, let's. Um, Do we have to? Yeah, of course we got to. Okay. He's a, he's a, suppose, he's a famous rapper. I suppose we have to. Fair, yeah, 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 yeah. fair use and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh, Yonaguni. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Looking like Dave. All right. Definitely a hip-hop song. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a capable rapper. I don't like the beginning part. The yeah, 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 yeah. That's like in a lot of songs right now. Where, I was wondering if it was going to go into mumble rap. Yeah, well, they do that a lot of, in a lot of different songs, and I guess people, people dig it, but uh, I'm not a fan of just that part. As soon as he stopped doing that, I was like, okay, this song is fine. Yeah. But I don't like that. I don't know why. It sounds like people are struggling through a dookie. <laughs> um, it does. Doesn't it? It does. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. The Falcon, if you will. The Winter Soldier? Or no, Captain America? Captain America. That's right. Uh, if you please. <laughs> I get, does it get to be both? I want to be both. I want to be like the ca- Captain Falcon America. Falcon America. Falcon America. America Falcon. America Falcon. Yeah. The American Falcon. Yeah, Captain America Falcon. Captain Falcon. Captain America and the Falcon. How about just Captain Falcon? Then we don't have to do the America part. Because then he is the... Then it's bipartisan. The, no, then he's the guy in F-Zero. Oh, fuck. That's Captain Captain Falcon. Is it really? 
Yeah, the main car in F Zero, uh, yeah. the blue guy with the red helmet. He also he's a character in Smash Brothers as well. He's Captain Falcon. I'll be goddamned. All yeah. right, well, he's got his trademark bad. Falcon punch. Sorry to infringe on your copyright. Yeah, <laughs> N- Nintendo, do not send us a cease and desist. <laughs> I have already <clears throat> ceased. We, we have and se- I shall desist. We have we have since ceased. We have desisted, as it were. Anthony Mackie will not be in F Zero, but he will be in Twisted Metal. Now. Did you play this game? Oh hell yeah! I played this game a bunch. Twisted Metal Two was my jam. That was the, yeah. uh, the one where they really hit their stride. In yes, my opinion. yeah, that one was super good. Twisted Metal for the un- uninitiated, um, car- PlayStation vehicle- classic. Yeah, classic PlayStation game. Vehicle combat. Yeah, cars with guns. Do they have guns? No, they guns just hit each other. And like no, they they had guns and missile launchers and all sorts of shit. Do right? they have missile launchers? Let's pull up some Twisted Metal Two. Because that's the one we're most familiar with. Look, pull up some gameplay. I also remember Twisted Metal Black. That was the one on the uh, PlayStation Two. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, just driving around big arenas and cars and and trying to kill the other players. See? Yeah, they had missile um, launchers. Pull up Twisted Metal Black for me. Okay. Maybe that's the one that I know the best. Because now that I'm looking at this, I'm like, no, I think we played the PlayStation Two version the most. I, I will point out you're you're probably also noticing how terrible that looked. <clears throat> oh yeah, and I will say that we all we do remember <clears throat> 3D games looking better than they did. That's true. That is just because 3D games looked terrible until 2015. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah, this looks like trash, and this was the PlayStation Two one. Uh, but yes, this is the one. This yeah, is the one. You played Twisted Metal Black. That yep. was your jam. Yep, yep, yep. I've got a... I remember this <clears throat> stage very well. I've got a PS2. Maybe I should play some Twisted Metal Black. You definitely could. You know what I play on the on the PS2 with a friend of mine is Burnout. Burnout. That's where you crash cars to try and get points. Okay. Try to have the most um, uh, complex and, and, and involved crash. Oh, yeah, I remember that. A lot of fun. Yeah, that fun. is fun. That uh, is fun. Great for getting out your aggression, too. You Nothing like... Driving into traffic and hitting you four cars. Yeah. A lot of fun. Like it. Twisted Metal movie coming out. Anthony Mackie will play Joe Schmo. Is this <clears> a <throat> is it a movie? Um first season. First season. You keep doing this, Hilton. Every week you call it a movie and it ends up being a series. Listen, man, <laughs> I don't or are prepare. you are you are you just preparing to be? No, I, I'm not preparing. No, no, no. I think you're in. You're preparing to be the old man that calls everything on TV a movie. Oh, I'm I'm trying to be the parent that calls every video game a Nintendo. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, kid, you play a Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just gonna call everything a movie. Uh, would you um? J- did you buy a new book? Yeah, I went to the store and got a movie. Yeah, I got that. Uh, that, that uh, I was watching that uh, that movie with uh, Michael Scott and uh, oh, yeah. Dwight Schrute. That's a great movie. I was uh, uh, earlier. I was reading this movie uh, about uh, Better Homes and Gardens. I was reaching. <laughs> I don't know why, but it made me think of the uh, the um, Four Seasons Long Game. <laughs> Four Seasons. Long game. <laughs> uh, oh, so this is going to be a comedy. Uh, well, yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess I mean they could do a horror movie, but it would effectively be Judgment Night. It's true. Yeah. That movie ruled. Yeah, dude, with Dennis Leary and uh, yeah. and Jeremy Piven before he got hair. And uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Oh, it was like, like Emilio Estevez's like last film. No, it was before his Mighty Ducks resurgence. Never mind. Yeah. Peacock has ordered the first season of That's his right. new show, Twisted Metal. 
Uh, Anthony Mackie will play John Doe, who's tasked with delivering a package in a waste wasteland filled with trigger happy drivers, including a certain psychotic clown. <laughs> yeah, the clown, uh, Sweet Tooth. Yep, kind of the. Um, well, I don't know what the the main character of, of Twisted Metal. No, I I don't think it was a main like character. I think it was just like one of the most popular, or because right? it was like most recognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spooky and because you know everybody's uh, everybody likes a scary clown. Scary clown will get you. That, scary clown will get you. It's, <laughs> that's yeah. That's he will a, fucking get you. It's all he has to do. Yeah, it's literally his only mo. Just get, get you. Get yeah. <laughs> Oh, Anthony Mackie, we love you. Yeah, Even I'm excited for this. I loved that game. Uh, so six months later, what do you think about Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, I I still think that it was my least favorite of the series really? of the the ones as far as the just as far as like how much the others enthralled me and like yeah. you know, um, it was great. I like I I liked it a lot, but it, it just wasn't as. Well, I I did like it more than I liked What If. Okay. Yeah. What If, what of if course, was a little difficult for me to get through. Well, since it was disjointed stories. It was. I think that had a lot to do with it. Animation versus live action. I didn't mind the animation. Okay. It wasn't so much that. Um, and then also, um, I feel like Anthony, uh, Anthony, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the most grounded of the shows uh, besides maybe Hawkeye. Because everything else was kind of fantastic or mystical or, or true. wild in some fashion. Yeah. WandaVision, Loki. Uh, what else was Was there only the four, the five shows so far? Yeah. And What If? Yeah, those were all I believe that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I got to say, though, I really, I think looking back on I think Falcon and Winter Soldier might be either my favorite or, or maybe my second favorite just to try and give myself some leeway. With the exception of the last episode. Okay. The, the speech at the end... Um, not going to complain the way a lot of people online are. It's fine, but it was heavy handed. I, I wish they had been slightly subtler and, and they can be in your face. You got to be in your face when you're calling out racism, when you're calling out systemic racism, you got to be flat out with it. Be like, this is fucked. Here's why. But it did break the fourth wall just a bit more than it needed to. And the fact That's that fair. he gave like a 15 minute speech at a crime scene with a crowd of people, there was something a little unbelievable about how well, long yeah. it went on. Yeah, you know, because there'd be a few people there that'd be like, uh, "Yeah, let's like move out of the way and set up a fucking press conference for you or something. Let's not do this here and right, right now. Or, or we least... need we need to like process the scene." Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. You know what I think a lot of shows have been doing that, um, and I don't know what where this started, but I feel like a lot of shows have this habit of building this great, great season and then trying to wrap way too much up in one final episode. Do yeah. you get that? Yep. Where, where you'll, you'll, you'll get, you'll, you're watching it and so much is building up and then it gets to the last two episodes and you're on this, you know, the, the next to last episode and you're thinking, how are they going to wrap all of this up in one hour? And then, yeah. and then a lot of times that, that wrap up is somewhat unsatisfying because they did try and wrap up too much in one show, you know? I don't know if it's because they're wrapping up too much in one show or because of, and I know you weren't talking specifically about Marvel, but with regards to Marvel, Marvel has a last episode problem yeah. uh, on their shows. And it's not, as all, it's not always about putting too much in the episode, although that has been the case, mm -hmm. but that there's too much of the, like, 
too much of the real plot is in the last episode. Okay. Um, in WandaVision, you, 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 I mean, I guess you got the reveal of Agatha Harkness in the second to last episode. Guess I'm doing spoilers. Um, <laughs> but really, the last episode was when you had the visions confront each other, when you had Wanda versus Agatha, um, when you had um, uh, Captain Marvel versus um, the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, the S.W.O.R.D. agents, mm-hmm. or whatever, Haywood. Um, so there was a lot, to, a lot to do in that episode, and it ended up becoming a bit of a muddled Marvel fight. Right. Loki had uh, the one who shall not be named or whatever, uh, the, the Kang character, uh-huh. give a 25-minute speech about the true nature of time. So it, it effectively told you that everything you'd seen up to this point was only a half-truth or, or not the whole story. Right, right. Here's a bunch more, uh, and what's the, the word? Exposition. Here's a bunch of exposition over what's really happening here. What if the big uh, all the episodes culminated in a big episode that that everything seemed like it wasn't connected until like the very last episode see and i still haven't there's like two episodes that i still haven't watched because i just fell off yeah and and it's worth it it's totally fun and and but it it had that same kind of thing where it was like oh you don't really get the whole story until the end and And you know what i think now that i am looking back i said i didn't mind the animation and i think i was wrong because i do remember a few times thinking that the animation was too disney it's it's boring. It was too it's much a of a. Boring. It was too much of a of a. They wanted it was it was as if they wanted to incorporate the classic Disney style of animation into whatever they were trying to put out. It felt to me like they wanted to make sure that the characters were so visually obvious. Mm-hmm. Steve looks like Steve. Tony looks like Stony. Tony. Well, you don't see a whole lot of Tony, but Howard looks like Howard. You know, right. Peggy looks like Peggy. Um, at least talking about the first episode. And, and to make the characters look so realistic or pseudo-realistic, you effectively have to just cop the Disney house style because mm-hmm. that's what they've done for 70 years now is just make characters look the way they should. You know, oh, God, it's almost 90 years at this point since Snow White, you know? Snow White was like 34, I think. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Time. Time's a real bitch. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, a great song on Dark Side. How do we... Uh... How do we reverse that? How do we stop that? Oh, how do um, we fix it? Uh, Pim particles. If if I was following Endgame correctly, oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's do you, do you know Michael Douglas knows everything? Do you know where Pim's lab is? Uh, wait, Pim from that Hank, or Hank Pim? Oh wait, no, that's Bim from The Apple. Have you ever seen the film The Apple? No. Ah, it's a good one. The Apple. Uh huh. Is it about the phone company? Nope. Computer company. My nope. bad. Huh, they're a, they're not a phone company. Is it called the Apple? Is it about the recording, the, the record label the Beatles were on? Is it about the source of original sin? Ooh, let's hope it's about that one. Yep, nineteen eighty movie. Uh, it looks like it's about nudity. Yep, that's it. That's the one. Science fiction musical comedy, written yeah. and directed by Menahem Golan. Golan. It stars Captain uh, Mary That Steve. is Menachem Golem. Menachem? Uh, that, uh, he is the... That is Canon Films. Menachem okay. Golem. Yeah. Uh, also uh, responsible for Over the Top, Ooh. one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, the, the best uh, arm wrestling movie of all time. The best. I mean, he's hands down with a bullet the best arm wrestling movie of okay. all time. Okay, this is Golan of Golan and Globus. That's right. Okay. Uh, Yor- Yoram Globus. Man, um... What listen, you know, 
not not to call out my people or anything, but y'all got the most Jewish names I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's cool, y'all. I mean, they were actually from Israel, though. Yes, yeah, that, that's 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 as Jewish as one can get. Right. Yeah. Like, dudes from Jaffa, right? Jaffa, yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Jaffa, Tel Aviv. Who who doesn't know Jaffa? Popular Tel Aviv neighborhood. Jaffa the Hutt. Jaffa. Jaffa. <laughs> do you, if they have a pizza hut there, do you think they call it the Jaffa hut? They, they should call it the Jaffa, Jaffa hut. Jaffa the hut? Yeah. That's tight. Uh, Anyways. Um, Solo no we, we probably should shut the fuck up. Yeah. It might be problematic. No, you, no, you should. I definitely I'm should. allowed to keep talking. Fair That's enough. That's how that works. Can you... I'll write a... Can I write out a joke and pass it over to you? 100%. I will tell your mildly... <laughs> I will always tell your mildly anti-Semitic joke for you. That is my promise to you. I, nope, you're trying to tell it yourself. It was a pizza joke, not an anti-Semitic joke. Yeah, but that sounded very little. Just the way you were telling it sounded Fair. anti-Semitic. Fuck. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm gonna, that's, I apologize to the players and the coaches and, and everybody I've upset. Thank you. Thank you for going that far. Speaking of offensive, oh, Machine God Gun Kelly. damn it. I am sick of this guy. So I thought Machine Gun Kelly got out of rap because Eminem shamed him so hard or whatever. <sighs> we would be so lucky. Because he did like a pop song or some shit. He tried to do like, yeah, like pop punk. He thought he was ugh, he was pretending to be like pop punk. Now, I want to be clear here, and I know it's going to come as a shocker since I had no idea who Bad Bunny was, but I don't listen to a lot of Machine Gun Kelly. You know why? Because I'm not hip on music stuff. Well, also because it's bad music. Oh, I'll listen to bad music. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Remember oh, that year okay. I listened to Imagine Dragons? You did, huh? Yeah. They're yeah, real good. What'd you do that for? Uh, yeah, I'll just go through a breakup. <laughs> You're like, let me listen to these weird Mormon kids. That's the thing when you go through a breakup. Just channel that shit into some music you don't like. You know why? Because if you don't, then for the rest of your life, songs you like have memories you don't. Oh. Right? I don't listen to Imagine deep. Dragons now, but if, deep. if I put on Smoke and Mirrors, my ass going to get weepy for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Smoke and Mirrors is a pretty soft song, by the way. Machine Gun Kelly has a new song. He's back in the rap game, and he's picked up Lil Wayne along the way. Lil Wayne's a person. Lil Wayne I know, actually. He's good. I don't know about Small him. Wayne. Small Wayne. Small. What's Wayne short for? Nothing. Wayneathan. <laughs> I'm like, nothing. It's just Wayne. Diminutive Wayneathan. <laughs> Wayne is just a name where you're like, Wayne! All right. One syllable. That's all we need. A.K. Kitty and Diminutive Wayne Yo. Yo. Oh, hey, fuck. Can you call the boys up real quick? Can and, you uh, stop putting stupid shit? video for Egg? Because it comes out in the morning. Oh, say less. All right. I don't know what I'm Before I play the song, uh, just a quick message to all musicians uh, and rappers and, and, and anyone in the, in the music business. Just like movie trailers don't need a trailer trailer, your video doesn't need a skit. I wrote a letter to myself in the form of a song I can play when the sun shines. I know better than to trust anything that I say to myself when I'm this high. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 I just did an interview with my eyes closed. 
fire. I just sparked a blunt, it looked like pyro. Only comments I see are the bad ones. Only playlists I like are the sad ones. I let the medicine in, I know it don't help in the end, but I got depression again. I had a meeting at 7, I skipped it and slept and then woke up at 7 p.m. I cut my hair off like Britney, sprinkled dust like a pixie, wipe my nose like it's itchy. I'm tied it up, I don't give a fuck. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, I know that a certain amount of hip hop is based on raggedaccio and and and, and self referencing referencing yeah. stuff. Like that's like playing up who you are to show you're the baddest is kind of part of that culture. Why does it feel so fucking boring when he does it? Um, because it feels disingenuous. I'm tatted up. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, everyone's fucking tatted up. It's 2022. Yeah, he just um he. I don't know. I don't know how to dip my toe into this pool without being a dick, but uh, I don't know, man. He just feels like a like a cat who who never really found like his his place. Like he wants to be a little bit of everything, yeah. but he's not really good at any of them. But but I mean, like I don't know. I just don't dig it. Nobody's good at everything, and especially no. If I'm you do fucking four. terrible. I'm, I'm I'm terrible at everything I do. I'm mediocre at like four things. Terrible at the rest. You're mediocre at four things, bro. That's yeah, so much fucking ahead of me. See, it's really nice. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. That's why you got family. Four of the three of those four things are instruments. Yeah. So it's not real. That doesn't even count. It's like two things. The other one's rolling joints. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have hobbies. No, I'm I'm actually bad at rolling joints. I'm That's good, true. Yeah, I'm good at smoking them. That's why you got the cones. Um, pulling back the curtain. Um, Machine Gun Kelly. However, Twenty-five years, I still can't roll a joint for shit. I, you know, I I never even tried to learn. I can roll blunt. My mom can. Blunts are great. Yeah, blunts are easy. Yeah, it's because it's it's bigger. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, I don't like this song. He's fine. He's fine. This this was a song. It wasn't even a rap song. It just it, it I liked like the a little beat. pop song. Yeah, the beat was great, and the this flow was fine. He which was, I'm sure was Little Wayne's portion probably was making the beat. Maybe maybe or maybe he raps later. Is he in? Is he in? I know. Like we never. I never we'd saw have to, him. We'd have to keep watching it. I don't feel like that doing that. No, see, I never. I don't think he's in there. Yeah, it looks like there's a. I don't know. Um, he's fine. Sure. What was the other video we just watched? Um, Bad Bunny. You didn't like the the kind of like vocal scatting he was doing in the beginning. Uh, I wouldn't call it that. It was literally him going, yeah, yeah, uh, uh. What'd you call it? Moaning? I don't know. Like (laughs) guttural sounds. So now coming to this video, how do you feel about the chorus on this with the A, A? Was it the same kind of reaction? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. It's lazy. It's, is it is it lazy or it's is lazy it, songwriting or is it simply? I need a hook. A a a. But is that not in itself kind of a commentary on how a a single syllable catchphrase is is the kind of thing that unites us? We all go a for whatever reason. I think it's another example of catchy does not necessarily equal good. Okay. It's catchy, yeah, for sure. Super catchy. Easy to sing along to, definitely gets people dancing in the club, whatever. You know what I mean? I always think about driving in the car. This would be fun driving down the street. Sure. Windows down. Sure. Hey, hey, Absolutely. Hey. I do not disagree with that. Right. Um, but absolutely, it's 
purely for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's um it's a crutch. Yeah. Sort of. Um, it's lazy, like you said. I think so. Yeah. I mean, just, and that's why. And look, and this is the th- another thing about music is at the end of the day, you know, we have a show called Opinions Like Ales for a reason. Yeah. Everything we say means fuck all. Yeah. Um, especially you know, music, comedy. These things are so subjective. You know, that's a big part. It's yeah. So subjective. Uh, yes, but but there are certain things about like the process of songwriting and 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 things like that. Um, in the little things where you can say that, like, okay, doing these things in the process of songwriting uh, is lazy or or a crutch yeah. or or easy or or whatever, and it's you know that's just a, a fact. And we say um, that, having... and it doesn't necessarily make it not good either. Yeah, it's just you know, hey, you used that thing. <laughs> it's still one more com- uh, song he's written that I haven't. Right. Exactly. And that, and that yeah, and that's the other thing too. It's like. Um, the stuff that I like, uh, you know, always, I don't know. I'm not going to go that far, but it, whatever. I think about someone like Machine Gun Kelly, who's got to have access to a lot of instruments, has got to have access to a lot of studio space. The tools to create music are tools that are readily available to him because of the world he's come up in. Mm-hmm. So, and, and he's musically inclined, obviously. So he can, he's, he should be writing songs like this, at the very least. He's got a world where he's, this is what he does. He's got the access, well, not, he's got the knowledge, he's got the experience. He should at least be turning out lazy pop songs. Well, and another part of the, the equation of modern music is we have, no many, we have no idea how many dudes or people wrote this song. Oh sure, like sure, if yeah. you go and look up like the 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 composers or the the you know the credited writers, if you're yeah. you know, uh, there might be seven eight people on that list. But you know, do you remember the the song "Fancy" by Iggy Azalea? Uh, that was very big for a yeah, while. Yeah, sure. That song, I'm pretty sure, had seven or eight credited writers. Yeah, eight, but, but now, seven or eight people to write that song. But now. For, for, Correct me if I'm wrong, but that could also feasibly be that there was just eight people in the studio that day, Mm-mm. and they came up with it from the ground up together, so they all got credit. Well, I mean... Feasibly. I mean, we don't know how the song was written, and I, I, I hope to God that the song was written near or no, around these instruments. Are, these are songwriters. These are people brought in by record labels specifically to write songs for an artist. Yeah. That's how this works. Yeah. Like those people that are on there, they're not people who just happened to be in the, the room. They were people that were brought in but they also, to write the song. They also weren't like, and I, I obviously I know nothing about the process, but I, I would assume that at least in some cases they are physically brought in. Like they, they come into an environment, be it the studio, be it a, a, a rehearsal space, and are around the named artist. Sure. Iggy and her songwriters probably had a conversation. That's not my point. My point isn't that at all. No, no, but... Uh, but My point is that how many people does it take to churn out a shitty uh, cookie-cutter pop song with very little uh, word? You know what I mean? When you see... Oh, when yeah. you like When you see something with, with very few words in the lyrics and, and you were like, eight people wrote that shit? Yeah. You know? Like, that's when you're like, what did you do? What, which part did you p- contribute? Can the writer not also be one of the musicians? Does that not count? 
Sure, but are you... So, um, like, if you wrote the guitar part, you're a writer, right? Yeah, but you usually... Usually, you're not with a... (laughs) Usually, an artist like that, you're not having eight people write eight different parts. You'll have one guy that writes the guitar, bass, keyboard part. Other people might come in and play it, but they're not being credited as writers. Most of these people are there to write the the lyrics. Yeah. Well, do we know that? The producers of that style of music are usually responsible for the good chunk of the music. Well, okay, okay. With hip-hop especially, the producers, producers. they're making the beat. So so the writers just did the lyrics. But then I got to wonder, though, like if if a song really doesn't have that many lyrics, are we sure about that? Because there there does just come a point where, like, unless someone's getting credited for just one of the A's in the third chorus. As someone who's gotten... Or just the word A. As someone who's gotten almost there yeah to to being in the, the yeah, music that's industry that's why you're our, our this is this is what's happening okay. that's so those those eight guys seven eight guys were just all in a room writing on a i'm fancy i'm so fancy no no do um do i'm, I'm really fancy i'm no i'm no, i want to produce re- i want to write very fancy make the change I'm, make the change i'm I want incredibly the fancy i'm how many syllables do we have here i'm so one, two, three, four. I'm not fancy. I'm not fancy. Mm, fuck. This is tough. Okay, who's going to crack this egg? We better, we better get another writer. Okay, we need another writer in here. Jesus. Six writers was too few. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're mediocre writers. Hey, that's me. Machine gun. They'll pump out shit like this. You're not my fella. Nah. So you can keep that, that Megan Fox lady. Who's that guy? That's the guy from Arcade Fire. Oh. Which apparently that's what they look like. You know, that's I was just about to say that's a band I've heard a couple songs, but I don't think I've ever seen them like play live or on yeah Saturday Night Live or anything like that. You know, where you see what they look like or a video. You know, I don't know. I've ever seen a video of of Arcade Fire. Yeah, no, I don't listen to one. I mean, we can sure. Eh. (laughs) We don't have to. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, they're one of those bands that I that. You uh, you hear the name and you go oh yeah yeah I know that I know those guys, uh, but if you're like what do they look like I, uh, yeah I no fuck oh yeah they, they could be a an Ethiopian how many people are in that band song. I don't have a clue <laughs> there's a song everything now how many people are in that band somewhere from two to twelve oh shit I want to pause this real quick you know what this video guess. did not start with what a, a skit. trailer <laughs> yeah Either. right yeah thank you Arcade Fire. This has 32 million views. We can just pretend. It's wild. So, so far we've just seen Sky. So they might be one of those bands that took sort of the Pink Floyd approach where they're like, it's not a. It's more about the music than than us. A little spacey. Oh, I was. I, I pulled up. Like this. We don't see them. Yeah, a lot. I just you wanted to me? hear it. Oh, here we go. This has a, very, a little disco feel to it. Dancing queen. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this feels like ABBA or something. Yeah. She was my dancing queen. <laughs> How great would it be if Arcade Fire turned out to just be a secret ABBA side project? Oh, shit. And we'd have no idea. 
Yeah. They really got one over on us. So what was that before? Was that like a prelude to this song? It's, it's, no, it's just seems, an intro. Seems so different. Yeah, sometimes, you know, music does that. These guys are fine. Remember in classical music where where it's it'd be of, like 20 minutes long and it'd have like seven different movements? And, yeah. But it's all one song? Yeah, if I had to wait that long to get through a song, I'd have a movement. Hilton, you've done that. You know who does that? Who? Uh, Coheed does that. What, long songs? With, like, movements, sort of. Oh, you know... The Cure sort of does that. You know who does it? Who? Fish. Oh, I'm sure. Hardcore. Yeah. And then they play it live, and they'll add a couple extra movements. Oh, well, when they play live, isn't it just one song? <laughs> no. <laughs> sometimes. They stop sometimes? Yeah. They'll okay. stop between songs. And then one song will go into another song, go into another song, but you can definitely tell when they went into each of those three songs. Would I be able to tell? No, not even a little bit. I was going to say, not, I don't think I'd even, know. Not even close. I don't think I'd even notice if they stopped playing. You would only be able to tell because the Fish fan next to you would turn to you and be like, oh, wow, they're playing Disease now. Would they really? Yeah. Just un- unprompted. Oh yeah, no. they would just turn to tell me what the next song is. Well, you wanted to know. How would you? How? Mm. Of course you did. You're at the show. You're, you want to know? You tricked me into getting there. No, you drugged me, and I woke up inside the fish show. You think I can move your drugged body places? That's de- you're right. I'm very have heavy. You, have you seen these arms? I'm very heavy. <laughs> oh, I'm very weak. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you, you a couple of those together, and yeah, no, you're not going anywhere. No. No. Yeah, I mean, you, you're an innovative guy. You can figure out like a weird wheelbarrow situation. I'm going to a fish show. I'm probably real high. Fair. I'm not trying to solve problems here. There's many other people. They probably helped you get me in there. I, in this situation. Oh, you were like, hey, I need you to get get my dumb friend in here so I can trick him into watching a fish show. <laughs> I love you. Then they're like, yay, we love trickery and fish. Yeah, that that is that sounds like my social circle. And that's why people don't trust hippies. <laughs> uh can't trust a hippie. Nope, never trust a hippie. That's uh <laughs> anyway. Why were we talking about Arcade Fire? Because they've been teasing new music uh on their uh, uh Insta on their I couldn't Reddit. tell you for the life of me if if they when they started or when they stopped and how long it's been since they've put out music. So uh well good okay, for them. Yeah. Neither of us are a, a big fan. Um what appears to have read it to share an image of a postcard featuring what appears to be the band's logo. Oh. Uh, a fan shared this on Reddit. It says, I received this in the post today. Black box covering my address. Logo at the bottom looks like the band. Anyone else received one? Um that's weird. A postcard, huh? A postcard with some music notes on it and a note that says, we missed you. Interesting. The front of the postcard features a musical stave filled with notes. One fan has already tried to decipher the notes using an acoustic guitar, playing what they think the song could sound like and sharing it on SoundCloud. Elsewhere, stickers with the same design have been spotted around London. Now that's a trip. You put out... A little thing with like just a tiny piece of music, yeah, and then you let people interpret like, what do you think? Well, and this is gonna end up sounding like. And I assume this fan that got the postcard in the mail, he's got to be a member of like the fan club or something. His address has to be. What if they just picked a random person that never heard of Arcade Fire? That would be wasteful. And well, then they'd be very scared, probably, because they they. I would be afraid if you got if a, I got that. If you got a random postcard it says, in the mail, we missed you, and, and then music, 
and like and when we say music we mean like a staff with the the notes written out as you would read music as yeah. if, if you were a musician reading sheet music like a music a musician would be able to play it if they know how to read music correct the common man would let's see what this person thought Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and being a simple melody, yeah, it's not like we could expect it to be much more. Right. But a fun little teaser, a fun little bit of viral marketing. Well, now here's my other thing, right? Is every note is associated with a letter. Did he try writing the letters out under the notes and seeing if oh. it's a message that way? Yeah. <clears throat> and what if the message was, don't play this? Like, what if it's like the brown Every note? good boy does fine always. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's how you remember the... Is it does fine always? I thought it was does fine and that was it. Every good always. boy does fine always. A is in there. You're going to have A. Huh. That's weird. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Because I think when I learned it, it was actually every good boy deserves fudge. Always. Was there an always there too? I don't remember. I mean, if there wasn't, they were skipping A. And A's sitting there feeling like, what, I'm not part of the scale? Well, you know what happens if you... I'm the fucking... I'm I'm in the scale. Here's the problem, though. A has got an ego. And if you You give, know why? Because he's important. If you give A too much credit, the next thing you know, you're singing A, 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 listen, like Machine Gun Kelly. Listen, you can play a lot of songs without an A. You can play a lot of songs without an A. But it's going to get real repetitive. Yeah, and you're going to have to lean heavily on E. And G and yeah. D. And F. Just the rest of the scale. And B. Yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is we're not starting a band. I would love to start another band. I've been itching to play music again. Just not together. We're not starting a band together. We were? Oh. What happened? I thought you were going to learn to do... Oh, oh do I? We're, we're going to make some beats. We're going to make beats. Yeah, I got to learn how to make beats. We'll, we'll make some... We'll I make some beats and we'll send them over to Machine Gun Kelly. I need a budget. see what trash he can put out with I need them. a budget beat maker. Budget beat maker. Yeah, I need a to BBM. start a BBM. A, 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 wait, I don't think that's. A, I think that might be offensive. What a budget beat maker? Like DM does GB. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arcade Fire, good on you on the viral marketing. This reminds me a little bit of when. Uh, I love the idea. It's it's very it's very silly. Yeah. Like we're sending an actual like. First off, somebody was like, "What the fuck is this? This is a." postcard a postcard is a very outdated me method of communication i feel like it's one that's kind of hung on though because they can have fun pictures on them i mean yeah they still sell them but yeah. like how often are you sending or receiving a postcard is what i mean i've said it's not a very commonly used oh i've sent method one in the last five years yeah that is that is 100 more than i've sent oh friend of the show laura cook since high school it. laura cook demanded it so i i must acquiesce you're a good man. You've met her. She's very threatening. That's true. I would be afraid. Yeah. yeah. She's like, when I went to She can I went get real Florida, stabby. She said, do this. Yeah. She also told me to bring her back a live gator and has not yet let me live down that I have failed her in that. Mm. Mm. I even got her a stuffed gator. Not I'm a good, good enough. I'm a good friend. 
But no, no she wanted a toothy ass real gator. You can't bring that on an airplane. You cannot bring that on an airplane. <laughs> and I don't know that for a fact because I did not try. But I assume. It's one of the better Chili Pepper songs. I assume. No, airplane. Uh, you cannot bring that on an airplane? Yep. You cannot Crocodile bring that on, on a plane. Yes, I'm right. It's got teeth and it's real green. But you can't bring that <laughs> on an aeroplane. It's a crocodile. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm just glad that song's not about California. It's one of the very few that was not uh, uh, funded by Big California. <laughs> by Big California or Big Heroin. Because that's all that Anthony Kiedis sang about from like... 1998 to 2005. That's true. Yeah. First he was sponsored by heroin and then he was sponsored by Big California. Yeah. And a little bit by Stevie Wonder. Big Pharma and Big California, man. They're going to be the death of us all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially people living in California. Where now, what's up here? Is this just a smudge or is this part of like the design? I don't know. Because that just kind of looks like maybe some some dirtiness no, from, is that... yeah, from delivery. Yeah. I think that looks like it's from the... Um... The, the processors in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the printing in the mail sorting maybe or yeah that sort of thing sorting yes yes, yes. The sorting hat mm. uh, yep. Come. Let's do this. okay Samuel Jackson not buying it from Joe Rogan well fair enough so Joe Rogan said the n-word a bunch on a lot show. of times a lot of times so was it a lot of times or was it a lot of times because it was the n-word it was a lot of times. Like, did he say it both. more it both. than 20 times? Yes. It was like okay. 70, bro. 70? Wow. I think. That's Let's, a lot of times. We should look it up how many times it was. I'm, I don't know that I need to know. Okay, never mind. I'm, but I'm, well, I'm, pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Here, you, you read it, and I'll, yeah, I'll, you see I'll look you can it up. find out. Because actually, I am, I am curious, because we, we should know that for sure. Um, but apparently, uh, Samuel Jackson is making it known how he feels about the Spotify podcast host Joe Rogan uh, and his rationale for using the N-word. Uh, and, and Rogan came out with an apology video, and he just talked about how, like, he was trying to, like, take its power away by using it and being frank with it. And he was not using it, uh, saying it to a person of color, uh, but saying it, you know, dissecting the word. Um, okay, so they removed 70 episodes. That's where I got the number okay. 70. Oh, wow. So at least um, 70 times on the show. Because, I mean, I get any, you know, journalists, comedians contrarian 14-year-olds, they often want to kind of learn more about the forbidden. That's that's kind of one of the things they do. And so I get it. I get the impetus so, from white people to want to explore that word. <laughs> I get it. But there's kind of just been... Uh, it's it would, uh, we, We've kind of just made a detente. The argument, the thing. that part of his attempted argument fell apart once they unearthed a clips of him talking about going to a movie theater in a black part of town and calling it Planet of the Apes. So, yeah. Well, that's just racism. A hundred fucking percent. <laughs> that's and that's even, the thing. It's like dissecting language. That's just racism. There's a little piece of, of this world where that argument that you said yeah. could possibly maybe hold a tiny yeah. bit of water. It doesn't, but you know what I mean. There's, that's what I'm saying is that I get that that's an argument, and I get that you the want impetus. to make, but it's fucking wrong. Yeah, and I get the impetus, and and, and you know he makes a comment uh, on 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 one of his episodes about how white people and black people say it differently, and and yeah, there, there's def- that's that's a thing, and and the interest in in understanding or exploring that is understandable, but again, detente. 
You know, do you know detente? Do you know what that is? Tell me. It, that is a word for just just putting the kibosh on it. Just uh-huh. putting no. We're not going to do it. Eighty-six. Right it. Just pausing for now. Right. Doesn't mean forever. That, who knows? In a hundred years, yeah, you, you go hog wild. You know. Sure. I mean, I'm not, doubtful, but I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No, <laughs> but but you know that's. Do you do you know do you see these this younger generation of white kids that just use it so nonchalantly with, really? with their friends? No. Like, oh my god, it's no, like we that. watch these fucking uh, videos. You know, these kids like fighting and stuff, and like, yeah. just I mean, it's it's fucking wild. Uh, one of our like friends' kids, I guess, like says it nonchalantly to his friends, and I was like. Says in front of me, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. I don't care who the fuck right? he is. Like, yeah. I, I will. Mm-mm. No, sir. That's surprising. Not me, man. a fan of that. And it seems like their friends are fine with it. And, and I'm, and I'm just like, that has to just be. And it's surprising. Age, you know. Like, I feel like those same kids, when they hit thirty, they're gonna be like, I cannot fucking believe I let that kid use. Them. You know what I mean? Well, and how much have we talked about uh, how many kids, uh, like at your children's schools? Are are very progressive with trans issues. They've mm-hmm. shown support. They've shown they you know they've saved space for other trans students and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So to see the same generation be so understanding and open to one challenging issue mm-hmm. and be so blind to another, and I mean I guess you know I can't group all kids together. Well, and when you, I say you, the kids you, using it, I don't mean like you found the racist kids in the video. Sorry, none, the kids that are using it the way that black people use it with each other. Okay. Like white kids using it that way, nonchalantly, not want, using it like the way. Is that an accepted thing? Like, is that okay? The, like, it's so. Are the kids that grew up in that environment and they've kind of been grandfathered in, as it were? Because that's a thing sometimes, you know. Sure, but I also think that those same those the, the they might have been given per like quote unquote permission by their like yeah. s- their yeah. fellow fifteen year old friends, yeah. you know that are that are black, but those same kids' parents might punch well, the shit out of that kid for for using it well, so nonchalantly right. you know what i mean they might be like yeah my kid might think you're cool but you still don't get to say that fucking word or or yeah you know you've got you grew up in that in in the neighborhood you've got friends that are like oh yeah he's cool he can see you can get away with that but you you go to some place you don't know and let one slip it's not like you're wearing a sign that says it's cool man i got permission he's <laughs> for know? real yeah so i mean i don't know man i just which kind of just goes back to the whole and thing. And I am, I feel like I am getting to that age where I'm like, I just wish these kids wouldn't use it, uh, for, you know, amongst each other anymore that, that way. Well, the whole damn thing is so fucking problematic. I just kind of wish we could just, can, you know, okay, you know, listen, if Dr. Strange can make everybody forget about Peter Parker, can you just make all white people forget the N-word? Or just make, just make them forget it. Just make white people not so shitty. How about that? I want something achievable. Fair. <laughs> Make an entire culture forget a word. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, the the argument about trying to be upfront and 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 whatever like that that goes out the window when you're doing other shit like like what I said about oh, the, the joke about Planet of the Apes. Well, and it goes it goes away when you give that argument more than five minutes of airtime because it's such a boring fucking argument. Yeah. If you brought it. it how many times organically you came up organically seventy fucking times? Yeah. No, you're putting it in there. You're 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 inserting it into your you know you're you're bringing it up on purpose multiple times over and over and over again so that you can say the fucking word, Joe. And when there's a, someone whose existence is about communicating, like Joe Rogan, when you're a comic, a podcaster, a, a, a pundit, uh, a speaker by trade, 
a, um, a color commentator for Ultimate Fighting Championship. Well, any of those roles or all of them, I start to wonder about your word choice because when you're someone that wants to, the people listening to you is a big part of your career. You're going to say stuff that's going to catch attention and that's going to cement you as a fearless truth speaker in the minds of your listeners. Yup. And hasn't that happened? Has has have people not come to Joe Rogan because some variation on he says it like it is, you know? Yep. And then and then they start that that starts to progress. And then when he starts to drop a whole bunch of bullshit about ivermectin and vaccines, they go, Oh yeah, this is my guy. He speaks the truth, man. He just tells yeah. it like it is. This is this is facts, bro. Yeah. It's fucking Joe Rogan said so. And really, let's be honest, he is no more prepared or qualified than the two of us, you know? Uh, just another dude, just another white guy talking to his buddies on a microphone, you know? Mm-hmm. He's just another a-hole opinion. Yep, just like us. Just like us. And you know what? Our opinions might suck, and we might be very stupid. Sometimes. But you'll never hear us say that. Yeah, you'll never hear us say that. Well, and I have. You know? Oh, in your lifetime? Of course. Sure. Yeah. I, sure. Absolutely. And guess what? That person that said that back then, he yeah. sucks ass. No. I mean, yes and no. He also no, I mean, just in general, that the person that I was back yeah. then was oh, yours? Yeah. very terrible. Yeah. Very I mean, terrible. Terrible was, person. But Thought all sorts of shitty things were funny. Yeah. He learned and grew. Very much he so. He was a much younger person. Absolutely. And, and who the hell knows where he was getting his information from, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was mostly like quoting song lyrics or some shit like that. Sure, you know? yeah. But yeah, even then, I grew and I and I realized that no, we don't get to do that either. Song lyrics still almost get me sometimes. Almost, man, that's a Just trip over it. That's a game. If you don't know, now you know, buddy. Yeah, people wonder why I listen to only <laughs> instrumental music around others. Mm-hmm. That's why. I'm not trying to. Sing <laughs> you don't want to get fucked word. up, man. Exactly. Sam Jackson's not buying it though, and that's fair. Yep. Uh, like we said. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I would, uh, well, here, I'll, I would tend to just default on the side of, of agreeing with Sam Jackson on this one. It seems like the safest bet. You know? <laughs> unless, unless the question is, am I using the word motherfucker too much? Cause well, he, yeah, cause he's biased. Yeah. He's going to be like, no, you're not. You're you need not. to use, use it more. Use it more. <laughs> way more, way more. How We're, many times a day? 22 <laughs> amateur. Get your numbers up. <laughs> rookie. Get those numbers up. <laughs> Regarding Rogan, he said, quote, he is saying nobody understood the context when he said it, but he shouldn't have said it. It's not the context, dude. It's that he was comfortable doing it. Say you're sorry because you want to keep your money, but you were having fun, and you say you did it because it was entertaining. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. That's 70 times, like you say. It, it was entertainment for him. It was trying to show that he was a certain person, that he can get away with it, that he's that cool. He's yeah. Not. You're not that cool, Joe. Yep. You got little man syndrome, by the way. Mm-hmm. You should know. Not like Sam Jackson. He's badass. Yeah. I mean, look, Joe Rogan kicked the shit out of either one of us, but he's well, a yeah, asshole. A lot, a lot of assholes could kick the shit out of me. True. Did, uh, remember these arms? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're very weak arms. Tiny little arms. Have, my arms are bigger than yours, but they're probably just as weak. I don't know about that. It's just they they don't look weak. I'm just, there's more place to hide muscles, what I'm thinking. It's fat. It's all that Between the fat cells, you hide muscle cells. That's how that works. Some some guys do. That is. Have you ever met those like fat guys that are super fucking strong? Yeah, yeah, like a like oh. a like butterbean. I knew a guy in high school uh, who was like super fucking chubby, like just uh, really chubby belly, right? Yeah. But like hard as a fucking rock, this belly was. 
Yeah. Blew my mind. Yep. I couldn't believe it. That's a thing, man. Mine is mush. It's mush, Hilton. <laughs> it's just a bowl of mushy, mushy mush and gooey. Ugh. This uh, guy just abs of steel under a under a <laughs> but like in like a, a mirage of but with like a car like the 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 carrier that you go puts on top of your car to put your luggage in. It was like someone, it was like he had the like fake pregnancy prosthetic over okay. a rock hard yeah. set of abs. Yeah. So weird. He, he did a ton of sit-ups and then ate all the food. He did a ton of, he, he was, yeah, he like worked out a bunch. It was so weird. Yeah. The body's very strange. The body is so strange. How sometimes you can like work out like crazy and be genuinely strong, but you still like somehow look out of shape. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Or 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 the whole issue of 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 weight and um, you know, health in general. That's so weird. We we, we know what it really just comes down to. You huh. can't trust your eyes. You can't trust anything, Hilton. That's true. You can't trust anything. But you, your eyes cannot be the full story because what you see is far from the whole story. Yeah, there's so much more than meets the eye. New, oh, Transformers. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and here's the deal. Sure, it might be a jet plane, but it might be the Decepticons. It might be a boombox. It might be the Decepticons coming to get you. They are evil. They want the All Spark, and they they, do. W- they will not They'll stop do they until they have it. Yeah. If you do they not don't care how many men, women, and children they've have got to go, go. And, and not for peace. Oh no, no, just for conquest. Did you watch Peacemaker? I have not finished it. Are you enjoying it? I am adoring it. It's so fucking fantastic. So good, uh, top to bottom. Great cast. Loved every second of it, man. Uh, Couldn't get enough. Best best friend Eagle in a TV show. Yeah, vigilante breakout star. Oh, fantastic! So good, Freddie Stroma. Last episode I watched was the one where he purposely gets locked in the prison and just beats yeah. the ever-loving fuck out of a group of um, uh, peacemakers' fathers, like henchmen, um, Trump supporters, <laughs> essentially maggots. <laughs> um, oh, I like that one. Um, he and, and what I love about it is vigilante. Uh, what's his name? Stroma. The actor's name is Freddie Stroma. Freddie Stroma. He, he's an unassuming dude. Mm. If he's if he works out, you can't tell. He doesn't have like a big frame or anything. He doesn't have a yeah. lot of obvious musculature. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this scene, they just capitalize on his quickness and, and, and on his you know planning the situation out agility and just takes down these three big dudes like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And it, it is only because um, Robert Patrick as uh, seems Father John, I think John Smith. Um, I don't remember what his first name was. He, uh, he, I mean, he's a racist bigot. It's not worth remembering. Um, he he immediately like turns to the guards to get away from the situation, and, and that's the only way, way that he's able to kind of to escape to escape, as it were. Yeah. Um, Kick ass scene. Great show. Um, violent, um, a little too violent for some people. I can tell. Um, you know, if you're not into a lot of blood and violence, that's not going to be your thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also very funny and just sharp and very witty. funny. So good. And hands down, the best opening credits of any show ever. For sure. That song has made it onto the 2022 playlist. Oh, Becky and I were definitely rocking out to it in the car on date night the, uh, last week. Best part is finding out there's a whole other verse. There is a whole other verse. Yeah. Uh, there's other songs. We put on Wigwam Radio just to see what would, would pop up, and holy cow, it was all over the place, man. Really? Yeah. All right. It was a good time. Great show. Yeah, good show. Pick some plugs? Yeah. What do you got? 
Oh, man, what do I got? I don't think I had anything on the picks this week. I finished uh, the the uh, Pam and Tommy series. Is uh, we talked about the talking dick? Earlier. Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that's what made me think about it. Was it was on my list over here? How, how uh, offhand? How many episodes? Uh, eight, eight or nine? Is the talking dick in every episode? No, no. It was just in one. Just in one. Just in one. I feel like that's a little too little. I feel like it was dick. a. Uh, I feel like that's one of those things where when you have a series and you and you have every episode directed by somebody different. Uh, and that 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 sort of thing will happen where you have a talking dick in only one episode of an of a nine episode series or something. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know for sure that it was different directors every episode. That's just my guess as to maybe okay. why it was only in one. Yeah, it was only one director's artistic choice. Yeah, everyone this else dick was... has got to talk. <laughs> All these other directors are like I know, I could probably just keep his his internal struggle as just acted out through his scenes. Or I could have a talking dick. Or his dick could say it. And maybe seven out of eight directors will be like, you know what? Never mind. Let's just have Tommy do it and by acting a certain way. But yeah. no, that one director was like, <laughs> prosthetics? <laughs> but yeah, it's been very good. Um, it's it's super entertaining. Um, I do think that they're doing a, a decent job of sort of portraying the fact that, you know, Pam and Tommy... Um, were were definitely victimized in this situation. That was gonna be my question. Um, and and they're riding the line between portraying Tommy as the as the douchebag that he fucking totally is and was, yeah. Um and and portraying the fact that you know it was, sto- it was something private that was stolen from him. And at the end of the day, it's super wrong. Yeah. <coughs> um and yeah, I think they're doing a pretty good job of it. Um, were they not also young? They were very young. Were they yeah, not they also were in their twenties? So they were also probably barely hanging on to a life of Hollywood celebrity. Who if knows you, if if twenty five year old me had sold millions of fucking twenty how whatever how old yeah. he was had sold millions of fucking records in Motley Crue and and uh, I would have been a fucking crazy piece of shit asshole too. And, and even um, <laughs> uh, drugs and booze. Oh God, gotta be right. Oh yeah, even if they're not. Out of hand, I'm sure. Part of it, booze, weed, probably sure. some coke. That's oh yeah. That's just your musician model Hollywood lifestyle, unfortunately. 100%. So, young, inexperienced people in way over their heads. Pam, not so much. Tommy, yes, on the like drugs and alcohol. Okay. Pam's never. I don't think she ever had any substance issues. And they showed her like that in the in the special. I mean, she, you know, like there, she definitely, you know, was like out at clubs having drinks and stuff. Well, and that's but, that's kind of what I mean. Like, not that she has issues, but even if you don't have like, even if you don't have a problem with drugs and alcohol, if you're a frequent user, that means that you're fucked up at I night. I don't think we ever see her do drugs though. Okay, not even okay. I don't think so. But you're still you're you're drunk at night. Oh, sure. You're waking up probably hungover. I mean that has an effect on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can't handle stress as well. Uh, you might be more tired, more worn out, you're more susceptible to to illness. There's just doing drinking and drugging has a toll on your body. True. Even, even if you don't have a problem. True. So young people, inexperienced, over their heads, in the spotlight, attention, eyes of the world on them taking substances, so dealing with those kind of um, uh, chemical challenges on your body, I who the fuck's going to make the right choices 100% of the time? Well, and here's the, yeah. Even, even, with, even if he's not a scumbag, I'm sure Tommy did some dumb shit in the moment. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, of course. Treated people poorly, was just, you know. Reacted the uh, wrong way. Very entitled, you know. Yeah, that sort of thing. It happens. Whatever. We're we're lucky anyone gets out of Hollywood alive. 100%. Yeah. And he seems to have, uh, at least in like the some of the recent years, he seems like he's at least done a little bit of growth. He seems like he's not a, you know, a terrible person. I feel like I haven't seen anything of him lately. Remember I was saying he was, uh, he was... he had some great uh, anti-Trump stuff a few years ago. Okay. That was that was pretty funny. Okay, and, and he was like kind of ribbing him and going after him and like had, you know I thought that was pretty funny. Using his powers for good. Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. But the show's great. Uh, and then a, a music pick this week. Nice. Uh, a band that, like you said, and this one I am shocked got by me. Because I have been a huge fan of Glassjaw for a long time. I've seen Glassjaw. The only band that I've seen more than Glassjaw is Coheed. Really? Yeah. Man. That's the only band I've seen more times than Glassjaw. Um, and I was a big fan of Head Automatica, uh, Daryl Palumbo's other band. Well, it turns out he had a third band that I didn't know about. What? That is some Mike Patton, Maynard Keenan Since numbers. Since 2012, this band been around. What? That is some bad bunny years. Ten years it existed, and I had no fucking idea, Hilton, until today. Ugh. Today, Ugh. I discovered color film. And it sounds like something straight out of, like, 1984. This sounds... Oh, oh, the year, not the movie. Correct. This sounds like, I mean, if you wanted somebody to make a full-on just new wave, yeah, 80s the, the British new invasion. wave right now, then this is this is what you'll get, and it's pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, I really, really dig it. A lot of slap pop bass, a lot of, uh, you know, I don't know, really cool guitar effects. Um, it's fucking cool. I'm okay. digging it. I'm digging it so far. Uh, so there's a couple albums. I think the uh, last one was 2017. So it might be another Head Automatica situation where they did a couple albums and are done. Um, but man, it's good stuff. And if you'd like, uh, uh, Head Automatic is good. They they have two two good albums that sound completely different from one another, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, the first one um, was the one that I think Dan the Automator had something to do with, and then the second one not. Dan the Automator, another guy who just can't uh, stop having projects, just doing a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, and speaking of uh, of that, yeah, this week uh, listening to some Lovage, uh, yeah, and. Uh, Handsome Boy Modeling School, Nathaniel Merriweather stuff. Rock and roll could never hip hop like this. Man, that's that's some good stuff too. Uh, and man, Lovage, that Lovage album couldn't be more aptly named because that whole genre is just music to make love to your old lady by. Hell yeah. Uh, any plugs? Anything else? Starlight Comedy Night. Bam, 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 bam. Right. I forgot I had the real one. Did it with the voice board and then the real board. <laughs> Friday, March 11th, I've got C.R. Parsons. I've got Christina Kuma. I've got Draven coming to the Starlight stage. You're going to see some me. You're going to see some Laura. You're going to see some Lynn, some Rob, all the rest of your Starlight favorites. Come out and laugh with us. March 11th. March 11th. Be there or be suck. Be suck. Second Friday of every month. Please come. Yeah, do it. Do it. Support Starlight. Great stuff. Great people. Great bar. They are um, so busy. They just launched a new comedy show i think it's the third friday now that's our old day uh with mac taylor 
That's uh, awesome. Friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, and okay. apparently she is just riding this um, Manhattan medium thing. The Long Island. Long I- the yeah. Long Island medium. Uh, Ter- Teresa Caputo. Caputo. Teresa Caputo. Uh, so Mac wears this fun wig and she becomes the new new Long Island medium. Yeah. And I guess that's it. Well, then she has like. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> she is now the Long Island Way medium. Way to sell it. I <laughs> know. Well, there's she has guests and and they. Well, I and assume they do she all, does yeah, medium do stuff. She predicts the future. She hopefully speaks to the dead. Probably that's what a medium does. They speak to the dead. They do. They yeah or yeah yeah, like the John Edwards guy talking to the dead. Remember no, that guy, the one that ran for president? No, the different one. Okay, no. the the one that convinced people he was talking to their fucking aunts and uncles. That's on, the one on that ran, TV. That's the one that ran for president. Did he really? No. Oh. I was like, that fucking piece of shit ran for president. How the fuck did I miss that one? I was about to freak out. I was like, I missed a whole band with Daryl Palumbo in it. (laughs) And that piece of shit ran for president? What's wrong with you? I have no idea. No, no. We'll find out next week. Take it from me. I love you. (laughs) 